Muffin Films and Salad Fingers, Homestar Runner and Mondo Media, Adam Films and Metalocalypse, Happy Tree Friends and What the Hell is Flash Animation Anyway? Warning, not affiliated with Adobe. Welcome to Plug In Missing, the Flash Animation Flashback Podcast, where we watch the Flash Animations, Webtoons, and Shorts that we grew up watching in the halcyon days of your the early 2000s. I am Paul Reberg, and with me is my co-host, John Ward. Excellent. John, we're in a brand new season, coming off of a Badger High. What are we looking at today? Today we're talking about three of the quote-unquote Kringles from Happy Tree Friends, specifically the Reindeer, Caroling, and Train Kringles. Excellent. Well, let's give just a really quick introduction to what Happy Tree Friends are, as you'd expect. It's a Flash animation series. I decided that, John, we're going to do this whole season on Happy Tree Friends, but I wanted to drop you into the deep end and get to some of the special content first. So Happy Tree Friends itself, animated Flash series, that shouldn't surprise anybody, created Mm -hmm. by Aubrey Ankrum and, I didn't try to say these names before, (laughs) created by Aubrey Ankrum, Rode Montillo, and Ken Navarro. Oh, and also Warren Graff for Mondo Media. So is this the first Mondo Media piece we've done, John? Yes, I believe so. Yes. Wow, it's a milestone. It but is. They've, they've had a total of five seasons so far. Four were online, one was on television. Pilots started all the way back in 1999, but the Kringles are the sort of holiday minisodes that came out in 2004 as part of the Mondo Mini Shows series. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to look at more throughout the season, but John, I really wanted to drop you in the deep end of something that was both graphically Happy Tree Friends, but also really manageable in size. Yes. So yeah, we have three little vignettes and... Basically, we it's just a series of murders. Like, like uh, te- <laughs> technically, do we have four? No. Caroling is the first one, right? Right, yep. So there's Ca- just three. Caroling, Reindeer, Train. Okay, cool. Yep. So we have these three little vignettes. The first one is sort of setting the, the tone, I feel. Like, it's. I, I think I remember seeing these originally. Like, I think this might actually be the only real thing that I remember for Happy Tree Friends. Because oh, I, that would be a I, bad oh, choice I suppose by we me. Should, I suppose we should talk about, like, our previous experience a little bit. But, like, yeah, I, I think this might be my only real experience with Happy Tree Friends. I think I came to it pretty late. Maybe the... I want to say something like the files might have been too big to download onto my computer at the time that they were mm-hmm. they first came out or something. Yep. And then they were on TV and I just didn't have that channel or something. I don't know. Something like that. And yeah. and so like I feel like I missed a lot of it and by the time that we had like DSL I I think it would be about 2004 that probably makes sense. So this would probably be some of the first Happy Tree Fan media I've ever seen. Well, that How checks out. I yeah, I didn't see a ton of this growing up. We had the same bad internet situation, but I saw a little bit of it, at least from time to time. Uh, certainly not all of them, and I look forward to seeing a bunch that I haven't really seen before. I think I had seen these before. John, can can you tell us really quickly, as the person with the skills of an artist, uh, what is this Flash animation style like, and does it how does it compare to the other stuff we've seen? So I think I think that the style for Happy Tree Friends is basically like iconically well produced, like. It, Basically, it's a series of like Sanrio, like Hello Kitty type characters. Like they're mm-hmm. iconic, simple. They're all animal based. They're all you know. They all have very sort of graphic looks, almost like they're designed to look a specific way. Very simplified and expressive. Well, expressively happy because they're all very happy until certain points. 
And so it does feel like the Hello Kitty murder show where they put these characters through gruesome graphic. Let's say the the gore that comes out of these cute, cute, simplified animals is the antithesis of the style. It's very, very, very like realistic gore mm-hmm. or or like actually like beyond beyond gore. Like this is slasher fic gore, right? Definitely. Yeah, so so it's it's weird that you think about the anatomical structure of these cartoon characters. It's weird that you think about how much blood and guts are inside of one of these things as opposed to the actual volume of the character. But the other side of it is that it is a very well-produced show, especially these in 2004. I'd say that this is some of the best Flash animation that we saw from this era. I mean, just already look at the number of, you know, creators and stuff for it, so... Yeah, it's it it is a commercially viable cartoon product. At least from a visual standpoint, from a content side. Well, <laughs> let's get into that, John. Yeah, okay. What, why don't we go through the first of the vignettes, uh, caroling? To give a quick summary of what happens, we open onto a lovely winter scene. What's the song that's playing in the background there? Um, green sleeves, I think. Yeah, it is green sleeves. I just yeah. pressed play for a second. Excellent. So very iconic, very peaceful. We see four animal friends. They're going caroling. They're walking up to a house to do some caroling. John, what happens? All right. So they go up to do some caroling. You are in first person perspective. You just open the door to these carolers and then you instantly slam the door the moment that they start singing. They don't sing words so much as just like cute, like sounds, cute cartoon sounds, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, you slam the door, and you hear a, bu- a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> and when you open the door back up again, you see that the yellow bunny character has their their face has had the icicle that was hanging from the roof impaled through the face all and the way through. All the way through, like it, it is th- almost the size of the head of the rabbit, and the rabbit has mm-hmm. a large head because it's a cartoon rabbit, and the pink badger uh, the pink uh sorry not badger i got badgers on the brain the <laughs> the pink um beaver is trying to do some sort of rescue palpitations on the rabbit i'm not really sure what's happening but yeah they are also screaming so everything's gone to hell and then quick cut i only have ice for you what a what a cute line you it's like I a christmas say- card <laughs> It really is, but I'm trying to think of who I would send this to, and there's there's no one in Grandma. the world. Grandma, I only have ice for you. I mean, nope. Grandma, when you're a middle schooler in 2004. <laughs> oh, true, true. Yeah. Well, John, the one real question I had here is whether or not you expected this kind of tonal shift, and it sounds like you maybe did, because you have seen some Happy Tree Friends before. Yeah, so I know what Happy Tree Friends is. Right. I forgot how rendered it is let's say (laughs) i also forgot that they're pretty good at timing like these are Mm -hmm. like these are perfectly timed gags for for being in flash for being at you know obviously i mean lower production animation but a very high flash you know what we expect as like flash animation budget that it's they are artists of that sort of like what 30 second cartoon gag where at the end a cute animal dies (laughs) 
and they, they do it really well. Mm-hmm. Right, John, let's let's keep it moving because we got three of these to get through. But what morals do you think we can assign to this first vignette? I, I can go first because mine's written there. Uh, mine's that CPR is not effective versus blunt head force trauma, blunt force <laughs> head trauma. Or just if your head is just a gaping wound, I just feel like <laughs> I feel like it's just done. Like, I, yeah. I think you call it maybe don't go caroling. <laughs> that is a great moral. It's the one real thing you could take away from this. Let's get into the second vignette, John. It's called Reindeer, and we open on to another very cute, precious scene. I'm sensing a theme here. There's Uh a really cool-looking blue squirrel in a snowy forest wearing a car air freshener, one of the pine tree ones. It probably smells terrible. Mm -hmm. And she finds a very skinny, shaking reindeer that's also kind of cute. Oh, it's a skunk. Is it a skunk? It's a skunk. Is it a skunk? That's why it's wearing the air freshener, I bet. That's probably a skunk. It's got a stripe. It's definitely a skunk. If it's not black and white, I like it doesn't feel like a skunk. I absolutely like I thought it was a squirrel too. I absolutely feel you. Um, well shit, it's a skunk. But John, is. what happens when the skunk meets this deer in the woods? Well, she seems to start talking to it. Mm-hmm. Uh and then this emaciated deer just ups and like kicks her in the face with its rear hind leg with its hind legs rear mm-hmm. hind legs you know deer with their six legs and uh and yeah the squirrel just has an open broken jaw it then falls forward onto his face most likely to die of bleeding and then we're left with the little epitaph hope you get a kick out of the holidays what more is there to say? John, what moral can we take away from our second vignette here? Stay the fuck away from big <laughs> big quadrupeds. Horses, reindeer, moose. Stay away mm-hmm. from them. Don't go near them, people. It's stupid to go near these things. Period. I think that's good. My moral <laughs> was squirrels are really at the bottom of the forest food chain, but I guess that's also fair for skunks. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's why they got to smell so bad. That's fair. All right. Episode three, train. Well, vignette three anyway. Yeah. We open on a very cute, adorable scene of this baby. Maybe it's a squirrel. It's some sort of animal. It's wearing a diaper. Very cute. I'm betting betting chipmunk, Paul. I'm going to be as accurate as fuck when it comes to being out of the fuck. I'm I'm betting that this is a chipmunk because it doesn't have a huge bushy tail, but it has the buck teeth, and it's roughly the shade of chipmunk. So, well, and also, they're the, the cutest of all animals, I think, the chipmunk. And they this are, and cute. this is an adorable baby animal, so yeah. it's like the most adorable thing. All right, so this adorable baby chipmunk playing with a train under a Christmas tree, but it's an electric train, and he's drooling too much. His drool sort of falls down and hits the tracks, and John, what happens? The baby chipmunk is electrocuted, presumably to at least unconscious, mm-hmm. or enough that it starts seizing onto the tracks of the train. Yep. And then the train still powered by the tracks, which I feel is inaccurate. I think that this would have short-circuited it. But the train still running on the tracks then barrels through and just just bullets mm-hmm. through the the child's head. And you see All the way through. blood and brain matter, everything trailing behind it. It's It's unpleasant. And then we're left with the epitaph, keep track. Of all your blessings. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. All right, John, what moral can we assign here? I guess I made you go first last time, so I'll say that children are really not to be trusted. You shouldn't leave them alone. Yeah. I think uh, electricity is not a toy. That's a good moral. <laughs> I feel like, feel like, so we are rec- like a peek behind the curtain. We were recording this on a weeknight as opposed to a weekend morning. And I feel like my 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 morals have been way more literal. <laughs> well, they have I, been, but you've also been interacting with more kids, so maybe that's you're true. just that's more true. serious. I've got a lot of less BS in me uh, to be able to pull out. Mm-hmm. I'm like, don't touch that. Don't do that. <laughs> I got my teacher voice on. Well, that's good. It is good. John, mm-hmm. are you looking forward to a full season of Happy Tree Friends shenanigans? <laughs> um, I'm I'm interested to see what are endurances for something like this because okay again as someone who doesn't not have a lot of experience with it this is what it is to me is just gruesome death after gruesome death and i get that it's just that how is that a tv show you know what i mean like how 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 well john we're gonna find out it's <laughs> well, gonna be great we're not gonna cover all of happy tree friends right paul <laughs> this it's our is... longest season ever i feel like i feel like even, up. even if our reactions to it are all right, I feel like no matter what happens, we're going to definitely lose some loser, uh, losers. No, listeners. Yeah, we're going to list some losers. Yeah, sorry, weeknight. <laughs> we're going to uh, lose some listeners just on like graphic details of gore coming out of cute creatures. Like, I don't even know how to ex- describe a cute creature other than it's a cute round creature more than and this five is what its brains like. look like yes and this is what its brains look like this is a cute creature this is a cute creature on drugs do they think they have a happy tree friend drug episode i guess we'll find out that's an easy that's an easy one that we can yeah that one's pretty googleable yeah okay all right well thanks for joining us for episode one of season five of happy tree friends nope <laughs> yep weeknight mm-hmm. weeknight weeknight well, thanks very much for joining us for this episode of Plug and Missing. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review on iTunes or tell a friend. If you want to talk more about Happy Tree Friends, you can add us on the various social media platforms at Plug and Missing or email us at plugandmissingpod at gmail.com. You can also check out plugandmissing.com for more info on upcoming episodes and that sort of thing. As always, this episode was co-hosted by John Ward and Paul Reber, produced by John Ward, edited by Paul Reber, with me by Paul Reber as well. Come back next week when we'll ask you... Would you like to update Flash? We're glad you could join us for just a little bit discussing Flash animation and what the hell it is until next week. We hope you're well. Please give us five stars on iTunes.